Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Hello. And welcome to the following on podcast. Happy Tuesday, Team Talk Sport. We are in beautiful, beautiful Antigua. This episode is coming from the beach at the magnificent St. James's Club. England off to a tough start to the tour on Sunday, losing to the West Indies. Shepherd and Hope finishing off the game in style. But you know what? That's in the past. The second ODI is live on Talk Sport 2 on Wednesday. On Monday, England had a day off. Uh, They're training today on Tuesday ahead of that second one-day international. In this episode, you are going to hear from uh, TalkSport reporter Cameron Punzaby and also from inside the England camp. We've been speaking with Harry Brook and also Rayan Ahmed all ahead of that second one-day international. And you know what? Let's get straight into it because Harry Brook was the man that was put up to the media today and a short while ago, I spoke with the England batsman. Here in the Caribbean, obviously on the back of a, a tricky World Cup for England. Firstly, how are you? How did you find you've had obviously a, a winning a World Cup, the absolute highs, and then sort of a, a low of, of not doing so well. How did you find the, the whole experience? I actually quite enjoyed it, to be honest. Um, it was a lot easier going out to India with, with England. Obviously, you've got a lot more mates around. Um, you can spend your time with, with people you've spent your time with before. Um, yeah, and it was it was a lot easier trip for me than than my first experience in the IPL. Um, obviously, we didn't have the the best trip we wanted, but um, that happens in cricket and in professional sport, doesn't it? So um, I think we finished well uh, to to have qualified for the Champions Trophy. In the end, was our main aim, um, which we did. So um, obviously, left there disappointed, but um, relieved to have to have got into the Champions Trophy. And for you then coming here, it feels like just seeing the boys around the hotel, it's all just the, men, the, the mindset is we want to just get back on the cricket pitch now and almost let, let, let your cricket do the talking and, and getting back to winning ways. The boys seem in a, in a pretty good place. Obviously, some new faces, I imagine, in this squad helps that as well. Yeah, obviously, it's a fresh group, really, isn't it? So, um, yeah, it's nice to, have, nice to have some younger boys around for me as well. You're a veteran now, aren't you, in this yeah. team, aren't you? No, I haven't played many games. <laughs> yeah. I haven't played 13 games. Um, but no, yeah, obviously, um, everybody's keen to try and make a statement in this format as well. Um, with the with the disappointments of what has happened, um, yeah, there's there's people trying to find the feet like myself and and a few others um, and trying to solidify a spot really. So 
there's quite a lot of competition for places, as everybody well knows. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's a good good trip to be a part of. I must have been pretty happy with the way you went on Sunday. Yeah, I was happy with the way I batted. Obviously, I'd have liked a few more runs, but um, yeah, it's, it's like I said so many times, there's so much more time than you think in in this format, and um, hopefully, I can get a few more runs on this trip. And just for you, it feels like for the last 18 months, ever since you come into the England team, every format, every game you're, you're involved in, you spend a lot of time on the road. Um, how have you found that and how much are you enjoying being part of this of this team? And even is there a, a bit of a part of you that feels like you might need a, a break at, at any stage or I guess when they say you want to come to Antigua, it's hard to say no, isn't it? Um, yeah, obviously it's, it is tough flying around everywhere and not really seeing the family much or um, always being in the hotels and... It's easier, it's easier when you come to countries like this and you've, you've got sun all day long, you've got the sea outside, right outside your bedroom and uh, there's some nice golf courses which makes a big difference. For well, that's right, I dropped you that I've been told by, by one of the lads that the golf course here in Antigua wasn't particularly good. It didn't go down very well with the boys. No, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> great, but we're going to come some nice golf courses. It does actually make a massive difference for me, especially when we're playing on some some nice courses around the world to, to, to get away from the game and um, spend some time away from cricket is is um, vital, I think. Your family coming out here? I have interest? No, they're not no. coming out. Okay. Extra time for golf. I'm, <laughs> I'm only asking that because uh, I did some barmy bingo stuff in the summer. I think your family went to quite a few with yeah, the... Uh, I know your grandma was a bit of a legend on the scene. We had, we had a good laugh doing barmy bingo. Yeah, she loves it. Yeah. She'd go to every event if she could. Yeah, good stuff. Um, and then final one for me. Um, there's obviously T T20 World Cup next year you're sort of on the on the in out the team in the, in the last world cup just gone but is this world cup coming up t20 a real sort of something in the back of your mind to try and cement yourself in that in that starting 11 yeah absolutely i played every game in the last world cup actually so um, oh, 50, 50 over one just oh, gone i mean yeah, yeah in the 50 um yeah obviously I, I i finished quite well in the back end of the english summer as well so Hopefully I can have a good series here and, and try and cement the spot. That was Harry Brook speaking with myself only uh, a very, very short while ago. Uh, a man that's uh, certainly well-travelled over the past couple of months and was playing in everything for England. And yeah, some runs for him on Sunday and he's in pretty good spirits as well. Uh, also, by the way, look out for a TalkSport YouTube channel um, for a, uh, a fun feature with Harry Brook, shall we say. Um, but joining me now on the uh, on the podcast is Cameron uh, Punsby, uh, top TalkSport reporter and also very... Uh, Great writer for ESPN Crick Info. Um, Harry Brook, do you know what I love about Harry? He always seems so so laid back and so calm, doesn't he? Which I think he's just got bigger things to worry about in his life. When he's, he's won World Cups for England, he's had such a massive amount of success so early in his career. I don't think he gets phased by much. I think there was a quote from him early in his career, which potentially a bit misquoted, but basically I don't, I don't really feel nerves. I just kind of go out there. When the pressure goes up, I kind of lift my level as well. And uh, no, he's a very entertaining batter to watch and very entertaining person to listen to. And also important for England that he was back in the runs on Sunday. Of course, and like I think the main thing with Harry Brook for me at the moment is that he's been locked into this three-year contract, or he's been very happy to sign this three-year contract. He was chatting to the written press guys um, before we spoke to him of TalkSport, and there was, he was saying there was no negotiation. It was like when England offered me a three-year deal, Ke- Rob Key gave me a call, went three years on the table, and he signed without even thinking. And given he got, became a millionaire overnight when the IPL signed him up last year, you can imagine that for someone of that stature, for international cricket to still have the pool to make a player like Harry Brook go, no, I want to play for England for three years, mm-hmm. it's a fantastic sign for kind of English cricket. Yeah, well said, well said. Um, Sunday, looking back, one question looking back before we look forward, 
I still can't believe England lost that game of cricket. You know, we, we, I mean, I, I was actually interesting. I found it quite interesting sitting next to you in the Talksport commentary position because you were obviously you you have to write and you have to write pretty much on the whistle, as they say, right? Doing a full uh, file your your match report on the on the whistle. And I think I'm I'm sure you, all you written boys did. You sort of almost sort of had it done. You probably thought pretty early on because it looked like that game was only going to go one way, and then Tom watched you have to kind of essentially rip it up in the space of half an hour because Shepherd and Hope went big, uh, but that just kind of shows that for 90% of that game, it felt like England were in control when, when they bowled badly at the end, didn't they? Simple as that, really, right? Yeah, I'm not expecting any sympathy and don't want any, but like, it's with the, um, yeah, 47 overs into West Indies chase, it was a select all, delete and start writing again, basically. I, I think it was, I thought for so long of that match that England, I, I actually don't think they played as well as kind of Joss Butler has, has spoken about it. I, I think their batting, they, they um, kind of slipped to 240 for seven. They'll bailed out by Curran and Cass. And then with the ball, the West Indies put on 100 with um, the opening pair. And then, yes, it looked like England should win. And I thought, I thought the mantra, I thought the line coming out of the match should have been was going to be like a win's a win. Like good teams win when they're playing badly kind of thing. And I think Butler kind of had to spin it a little bit and say, yes, they had a lot of positive performances. No, everyone showed glimpses of why they're in that team. But I think it really what it showed was that this is not the kind of Owen Morgan all conquering white ball setup anymore. It's a new era. If Butler had come out and said that wasn't good enough, lads, like we can't be letting winning positions like that slip, that really is like a negative message to then take back into the dressing room. Like this is not a team that is in a position where he can be publicly critical. So it's going to be like these guys are world class players. We just spoke to Harry Brook. The numbers three and four in this team are Zach Crawley and Ben Duckett. These guys are fantastic cricketers who hold themselves to incredibly high standards. There's no doubting that they would go back in and go, you know what, lads, we really should have won that. But I think it was a perfect example of the fact we're now dealing in this different era where Butler is kind of really protecting his young, kind of inexperienced white ball team. And so, yeah, I was quite skeptical about calling this a new era before, but now after Butler's comments and how he's now, we're talking about this group, I think it definitely is. We're in. It's a blank, blank piece of paper. Fresh start. So fr- from Wednesday, okay. Fresh start from Wednesday. From Wednesday, sorry. Um, yeah. Jackson Salt going hard at the top and getting England off to a flyer. Eighty odd runs on the board from eight over eight overs. That felt like a the old England, should we say, the England pre the the World Cup just gone. Is that one of the main positives? That how I know they didn't push on and get a big big score, but the fact there were loads of runs on the board inside the first ten, that it felt like a bit of a throwback. Oh, it was brilliant, and I think that's kind of the, the template that. Um, England are wanting to continue that like Phil Salt plays the Jason Rory role or the Rohit Sharma role and goes really hard like he has an incredible strike rate across his like ODI career he, 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 wha- he whacks it Sam he whacks it so hard and then Will Jacks <laughs> and then Will Jacks how hard does he whack it uh, we're not doing it again one take one <laughs> so <day. laughs> hard uh, you're not allowed to swear on TalkSport that's why, that's why. You've, got, you've got to keep it safe you, you didn't swear did you no of course I didn't swear I'm a professional I just no, had to say no. so hard instead um, but the Will Jacks, uh, Will Jacks was That's still a little bit inappropriate, isn't it? That's perfect, okay. just right. Um, Will Jacks was speaking a bit earlier, and he he's kind of wanting to be a bit more of the more responsible role. He said he really took a lot of inspiration from Quinton de Kock in the World Cup, scored four centuries at a kind of more uh, respectful run rate, strike rate, and you saw that from both parties. Both parties played their role, but just didn't quite push on. I think as an opening pair, they're incredibly exciting. And it's, it's, it's the most de- like desired and what, like, sought-after spot in English cricket, potentially, is those two spots at the top of the white ball order. It's so much fun to play there, and you have to perform. Joss Butler. <sighs> I mean, I'm almost certain that runs are only around the corner. And I asked Joss in my interview with Talks Bar after the game, you know, 
wh- how, why is this happening? And he goes, I'll be honest with you, I don't know. If I knew why, I'd probably do whatever I need to do to stop. But look, I think a lot of people would say he's probably our best ever white ball batsman. But it's been hard, and I found it tough seeing him, you know, so badly out of form. It's, you know, it's quite incredible that a guy that's, you know, whether it's top in T20 cricket or in the middle in 50 over cricket, who almost feels like he can't, he can't buy a run at the moment. It's so bizarre, isn't it? Look, when when do you start to worry? I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. He's the great. I'm not worried yet because it feels like as cliche as it is. Form is temporary, class is permanent. <laughs> I'm rolling out the cliche. It feels like like I'm just looking behind. I'm not sure if his room is back there. We don't want to talk too loudly about him, but no, it does. I I, I don't know. I feel I feel like with Joss when he gets one score, they're all just going. I'm all the cliches there. He gets one score, there, plenty are gonna uh, are gonna follow Cameron. But I just, I couldn't believe it in that. Like, I knew he was out of Nick, but then. Um, then you watch him on Sunday and thought, goodness <laughs> me, there's that one, Nick, then there's that. No, I wouldn't. Then look back and like from his last, he hasn't got 50 in his last 13 innings. In his last like 10, he's averaging less than 10. And you're like, this is Joss Butler. Like, I, it kind of sneaks up on you because, as you say, the old kind of form is temporary cliche. I, I, I don't know. I think, I think I almost don't want to think about it because I just know it's not worth worrying about because it will. But by the end of this trip, if he still hasn't scored a 50, then it's like 20 innings. Then we go, OK, we should actually worry now. But Does he drop himself then? <laughs> no, never. No one's ever dropping Josh Okay, Butler. can I ask you one question then? You can. Um, y- some people have suggested either he should give up the captaincy and just play as yeah. a batsman, or he should give up the gloves. Because, you know, captaining, keeping, batting, there's a lot to do there. Do you think a possible solution could be he doesn't keep or doesn't captain? I think I can definitely see a, a story arc where he s- takes this team forward however far with as captain and continues to play afterwards I don't think he has to be I don't think him retiring from captaincy would him be him retiring from the format at all um, I don't I I kind of tr- best start scoring some runs quick then mustn't he I don't know. <laughs> you say, just, just for those who can't see Sam keeps on glancing back at the, back at the hotel room as he says I'm so conscious <laughs> behind me like what are you doing to me <laughs> um Oh my goodness! I'm trying to remember where I was now. Talking about captain keeping a batting. Oh yeah, I kind of take I, I take the guy at his word. Like he says, he enjoys doing all three, and I, I I think you can say you can say if it's a lot, and he doesn't say that. He says, no, I love it. I really want to do. It. I want to keep doing it. I wouldn't be surprised if say he took it through for another couple of years. He did the 24 uh, T20 World Cup, did the 25 Champions Trophy, and then said, you know what? I'm now going to focus solely on my game because he has also been saying that that he's real. One of his main takeaways from the World Cup was. I need to focus on my game a lot much more than I realised because if I play well, the team plays well. So we may well get to that kind of fork in the road where he goes, you know what, I want to keep... Like Joe Root in the test side, and you've seen how incredibly Joe Root's played since he's given up the test captaincy, and he was doing well with the captaincy as well. Um, yeah, I think for now, I will see. I can see Butler being there. For the next couple of years, he brings forward this generation, and then you'll have the likes of Harry Brook, Ben Duckett, Zach Crawley, whoever, two years old and potentially in the right position to then take the captaincy on themselves. Stay with me, Cameron, because today we spoke to Harry Brook. Yesterday, day off, but we still managed to speak with Rayan Ahmed. Bowled really, really nicely on Sunday, picked up a couple of wickets, and here's my interview with Rayan Ahmed. Rayan, just firstly, if we can start by, by looking back, um, is that defeat extra tough to take, given the fact that yesterday's game felt like it was a game that was dominated by England for kind of 90% of the game? Um, a little bit, I guess, but... I mean, no one really likes losing, but obviously it's a long tour, a long series, so I guess we just look forward. And just for you, obviously, the, the team has found it pretty tough going, certainly towards the end, but were you happy with, with the way you bowled, certainly in terms of keeping that run rate pretty low? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really intend to keep the run rate low. I think I was always trying to get a wicket and always look to ways which I can impact the game. Which, um, But yeah, I mean, it came out nicely, it felt good. Um, 
some days I don't bowl as well as that and I get more wickets. So, yeah, I'm quite happy the way I bowled, actually. And it seems like the boys, are everyone's still in, in pretty good spirits after, after that defeat yesterday. You're seeing some of the boys around the hotel this morning. It's pretty simple. Just want to go again Wednesday and, and try and put it right. 100%, exactly. We go even harder, I guess, and, and try and get more runs and, and get more wickets and hopefully go, get over the line. You mentioned they're going harder. Um, Jackson Salt, probably one of the positives yesterday, was how hard they went early and how many runs were on the board inside that power play. Um, was that kind of a, a clear message from, from the captain to try and get back to that kind of you know, swashbuckling, aggressive style of play that made this England team so successful for quite a long period of time? I guess so. I think the way Jackson and Salty play, like, they don't even take that many risks. Like, if you see the way they practice, it's unbelievable. Like, you just, you, you're left in awe because they can strike the ball so cleanly. Um, so even yesterday where Salty hit a couple of sixes, I don't think he got any of it and he still went for six. Him and Jaxie, like, they're both absolute freaks. So yeah, it was, it was nice to see the way they smashed it yesterday. Are they fun to bowl to in the nets? Uh, I, don't mind bowling. I don't mind bowling to them because they'll probably hit me about four sixes, but I'll get them out six times. So <laughs> okay, good. Feel all right. you, you take that, yeah? Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, just for you, Ran, I think it's the first time we've we probably spoke to you on, on, on Talk Sport. Um, just talk to me about kind of the last year, 18 months for, for yourself. It's obviously been a, an amazing time for you, playing international cricket, all formats. Just kind of give us an insight into what it's been like for you at, at such a young age to kind of be thrown into the international stage and play all formats and, and go really, really well. Um, I guess unbelievable feeling. I think it was this time last year where I made my test debut as well. Um, so yeah, I'm just looking back over even the last year. It's been it's been madness. Um, it's something I've never thought that would happen so quickly. But again, I'm very grateful for it, and I feel in a good place as well. So I don't feel out of place. I feel like my game is where I want it to be. But I'm always trying to get um, even better um, in terms of bowling, batting, fielding, everything. Mm. So so yeah. But kind of is it? Is it you know you're you playing county cricket and then you play you make your test debut and everyone knows who you are. Everyone wants a, a picture, an autograph. You kind of have to sometimes pinch yourself. And can it be hard at such a young age to kind of you know keep your feet on the ground? A little bit, I guess. But again, um, with, with say my religion and stuff, it's very big to stay humble. Um, and obviously the upbringing, upbringing I've had is I've had my parents have taught me that. Obviously, you never look down on another person. Um, Obviously, they're always better than you. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, so yeah, stay, staying, put, leaving my feet on the ground and stuff. I think that's not really a problem. And I, I love, I love the other things, come with it. Um, I've got a little sister at home, little brother. So, it's like I see everyone, and whenever, whenever they want an autograph and stuff, it feels like it's my little sister asking for one. So, oh, nice. so yeah, it's great. Nice. Well said. Well said. Um, in terms of them moving forward, you've said you're always looking for for ways to improve. Um, being with and sharing a dressing room with. Adol Rashid, I guess, is quite a handy person just to have as a, as a teammate, right? Because in terms of what he does, we probably haven't produced any better than him. Is he someone that you're always looking to pick the brains of? And has he been someone that's kind of put his arm around you and looked after you and tried to help as much as possible? Yeah, 100%. Um, obviously, I've not known Rash for too long, but the last year and a half, year and a bit, I've known him. He's been very helpful. Uh, yeah, spread a lot of ideas around. He, he, he tells me that I'm not the same bowler as him, so don't try to copy him. Um, which is quite big for him to say. Uh, it tells me I've got my own style and I'll be successful at it, but I love picking his brain and, and learning how he does his thing as well. And with the bat as well, you're striking you him pretty nicely at the moment too? Yeah, a little bit. A bit disappointed <laughs> yesterday, but, uh, but yeah, I'm actually a better batsman than I am bowler. But you're a better batsman than bowler? Yeah, 100%. 100%. So are you, are you actually a batting all-rounder, not a bowling all-rounder? Yeah, yeah, I'm a batting all-rounder. It'll take a couple of years, but yeah, I'll be a batting all-rounder. Oh, good man, fair play. Um, 
I know there's so much cricket to be played before this year's even finished, but is something the World Cup is that's coming that's kind of in the back of your mind? Is it hard to kind of not have that T20 World Cup there? It's it's so close, isn't it? Is it is it hard to kind of keep that out of your out of your mind? I don't know when when's the T20 World Cup. <laughs> when is it? Um, oh, is it? Yeah. Is it here? Yeah. Oh no, I didn't. You didn't know, know that? No, I didn't. I didn't really pay attention to that. Um, I thought we've just had one, now. <laughs> you know, like in Australia. <laughs> we've, just, we've just had a 50-over World Cup, haven't we? We've got a T20 World Cup here in, um, is it May time? June. June time, there we go. Okay. So you're not that fast, are you, man? Yeah, no, I, didn't, I didn't really know about that. Um, so, yeah, not, not too fast. Fair enough. As long as if I bought, just keep enjoying my cricket, I'm good. No, good man. And also, I think there's some, some exciting news coming out soon, I think, about your, your younger brother who's going to be playing a, a World Cup himself uh, uh, under-19s. Um, talented family, no? Yeah, he's all right. Um, I think yeah, he's, he's he's actually very good uh, for an off spinner. Is he better than you? No, he's not better than me. Uh, <laughs> Is he better bowler than you? Better batsman? No, nah, neither. <laughs> you can't hit sixes. Bowls a lot of dot balls. It's just a bit boring. But uh, but no, he's he's actually done very very well. Very happy for him. Um, he's worked hard as well at such a young age to play on the nineteens. It shows that obviously the England pathway is very strong right now. The way Nuts have looked after him has been unbelievable as well. So. It's something that it's very befitting to see. Like, there's a lot of young players uh, playing above their age because of the potential they have. So, um, so yeah, it's very, it's very nice to see. Do you like football? No, I hate it. Are you, all I'm right. against football, yeah. You're against- I'm against it. Okay, I was going to say, do you know, do you know Jude Bellingham is? Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I was like, you, you're, you guys are like the, the equivalent of the Bellinghams, aren't you? You're like Jude playing for England at such a young age. You've got the younger brother. Because Jude's got a younger brother playing well for Sunderland. You guys can be the, the Benninghams of the world of cricket, no? Maybe. The star-studded family. Maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, football is it's a bit of a weird sport, I think. So, really? Yeah. Do you know, Sunday afternoon, back in England, 4.30 kick-off, Man City, Man United. You're not sitting down and watching it? Uh, 22 men chasing the ball, so it's a, bit, <laughs> it's a bit boring. It's only one skill. You know how to run, you're a good footballer. No, really? So how does Ren Armour then? Let's see, you're back in England, miserable, miserable weekend, you've got no cricket. How do, you, how do you spend a Sunday afternoon? I just sit with family, I guess. Sure. Watch cricket, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just proper simple. Um, yeah, I think, I think spending time with family is something I appreciate a lot now, uh, especially being away from the home quite a bit more than I used to. Something I really see, I really look forward to it. So now I'm already looking forward to staying home uh, when I go back and be with my family and all of us at the same dinner table and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, when I'm home, I try to make sure I take as many, as much time as I can with my family. Um, so whether that's doing whatever we want to do, but yeah, I think it's just fun that way. All set. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Seema's got a, a, a pacing, didn't they, really? But he bowled with, with real control. Um, I don't know what you think. I know you'd have seen a lot more of him than me, but 18 years of age, or 19 years of age now, um, he looks like a guy that's going to take a lot of wickets for many years for England in the years to come. How, how highly do you rate this kid? It's so exciting. And I think what's the most exciting about him is he, he got picked for the Pakistan trip as an 18-year-old because Ben Stokes and Brendan McCollum just liked him. They didn't really know what he was. They didn't know if he was a batter who bowled, if he was a bowler who batted. They just saw it and like, this guy's amazing. Sorry to interrupt you there, but he said to me in that chat, I th- I'm assuming he said this to me tongue-in-cheek, but he said in the future I'm going to be a batsman who just yeah. bowls a bit. I mean, do you believe that, or do you think he was trying to wind me up? Oh, 100% believe that. He's got first-class centuries. He, he batted for three... So he's out of Rashid, but you wouldn't say he's a, he's a, he's <laughs> a batting rounder, would you? <laughs> but, um, but, but, but Ryan Ahmed, Ryan Ahmed batted at three in one of those games in, in Pakistan. Like They came out, they're like, go on, have a hit, mate. Basketball. Exactly. I miss basketball. Where's basketball gone? Well, that, that was the whole thing. It was like, Ryan Ahmed was the, was the first ever Nighthawk. For all the chat about Stuart Board being the Nighthawk, the only person who's actually ever done it was Ryan Ahmed. But I, I think the one thing we don't know of Ryan Ahmed is like if he's going to contribute the same number of wickets as, say, Adil Rashid, because he is kind of, it's such an easy comparison to make. You've got one leg spinner who's 35, you've got one leg spinner who's 19, you go, perfect, we've got a new one to replace the great Adil Rashid. We can't guarantee the same quantity of wickets from Ryan Ahmed, but we know we're go- we-, we are guaranteed a quality of entertainment that like, I don't think many players across the game can provide. He's so hmm. exciting to watch with the bat. If you see any highlights of him, he bats with such flair. With the ball, he ha- his googly is better than his leg break, and that's because he used to bowl to his brother in the garden. His brother's left-handed, so he'd bowl more googlies. Um, I think England fans, we're just in for such a treat for hopefully the next 10 years or more, just seeing this guy entertain us relentlessly. And having spoke to him yesterday, he seems so switched on yeah. and so down to earth for a, for, for, for a teenager, a kid, right? Um, I think he said, you know, religion plays quite a big role in that in terms of being humble and stuff. And he's a very religious man, spends a lot of time, you know, focusing on that when he's away from cricket. I um, you know, I don't think the, the spotlight, fame, money is, is ever going to affect him. Whereas you, I can tell already on this tour, you know, doubling up as a, as a writer, as a reporter, a social media producer... You're a different man, aren't you? You know, you got you got a girl now, haven't you? Here, and you've you've fallen in love. You're not you're not hanging out with me. You left me all by myself yesterday. Mate, what do you want from me? No comment, man. Plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. Well, Ray and Ahmed. I can talk about Ray and Ahmed. Um, no, he's wicked. Yeah, I remember when you see him in the hotels in Pakistan. And um, he'd always have a ball. He'd be spinning the balls in his hand. Like, he loves the game. I think he's quite into his UFC as well. That that might... He hates football, though. He said to me, I don't understand the point of football. I was like, <laughs> what? He's like, all they did was run around. I was like, it's a bit more different than just running around. No, I think... I, I, I'm pretty sure he likes his UFC. So UFC and cricket, the, t- the two goes. And that's what I want from my next generation of England player. I don't want any other interests. I want 100% cricket, 100% of the time. No distractions. I'm like me. I'm You're always like distracted. Topley, then. <laughs> He's baby. Well, you haven't really stopped me on the, on, on the next episode. We, but I thought it's fascinating. Do you know what? We'll save that for the next one. But no. Okay. But the future's bright, isn't it? With with Ryan. Um, final question for you: Sunday defeat, got to win Wednesday. Um, uh, Personnel-wise, do you think we'll see any changes? Um, no, because I think if the mantra of this team is that we're backing this this new generation, then you've got kind of got to go unchanged. We know that Phil Salt and Will Jacks have been told they'll open in all, in all three matches. 
one change I think they could make, and this would be tactical, is look, you've got as we, you've got Ryan Ahmed at nine, you've got Brian, Brian, or ten even, you've got Brian Carson at nine. So you have such batting depth. You could, if you wanted to, given how poorly the bowling went, you could bring in, say, like, a Matt Potts, a specialist bowler for Liam Livingston and shuffle everyone up. And that would be a tough call on Livingston, but it's just a change of the kind of dynamic of that 11. Because the, why are you laughing at me? That's, oh, my goodness me. And um, you absolutely diddled me. I don't know how, but you have. And um, you shuffle everyone up, it's just a change. It would be a really tough drop, though, in case he is behind me. <laughs> Liam, I can't believe you just said that. He's not behind you. Don't worry about it. Um, okay, um, thank you very much, Cameron. Do you know what? You've had a great tour. We've loved having you part of the TalkSport family. I'm not fired yet, am I? Uh, no, no, no. no, no. I, I wanna, I'm going to give you one more job, okay? Yeah. This is the following on podcast. Yeah. This is now where I say goodbye to everyone and yeah. remind them that the game on Wednesday is love on TalkSport too. Why don't you do that? Why don't you take us to the end of the podcast, thank everyone, and take us into the, the game tomorrow. Over to you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Make sure to tune in for uh, live on TalkSport 2. We're streaming on the TalkSport YouTube cricket channel. You've got loads of stuff going up there all the time. Make sure you tune in and enjoy and read ESPN Crick Info as well with the match analysis pieces by oh, Cameron Pines. I'm not <laughs> sure about that. I'm not sure about that. Every single ball live on TalkSport 2 Wednesday. Butler's going to get some runs. So is Liam Livingston. And Livingston's going to be fuming with Cameron. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.